Hello, folks. Welcome to Beyond This Earth. This is a special. It has to do with a Twitter handle thing. A hashtag that said, Dare Capitalism or Rest in Peace Capitalism. That's what it really said. Rest in Peace Capitalism. I hate to tell you this, folks. Capitalism is not going to go away. A lot of people in this society, unfortunately, have a very unhealthy relationship with capitalism in ways that make capitalism unattainable at this particular time. There is a reason that myself and others are not into the whole commission thing with artists, are not into the Patreon thing or the Gumroll thing as it is at this particular time. It, while we are deeply, deeply skeptical of the future of a lot of these media IPs and the media in, in tow. And we are deeply skeptical about the future of how capitalism will be used if we do not concentrate ourselves into a space program to get us into Mars and beyond that within the next 10 years. I'm gonna make this real very, very clear. Capitalism has been used to abrogate great evils between men between man and his fellow man. Not the main reason, but used as a form of it to bring about this. Socialism in turn was basically made in many ways to absolve a lot of the issues that came about of man selling another man for money and personal gain in order to ultimately, what I believe, ultimately to continue the prostitution line, the, prosti the prostitution, the prostitution machine. Basically, in both in um, with the Danes and the British, the Spanish, and others, even though we have all these particular things saying this is banned, this is not banned, the whole nine yards. 
But we have to make a realization on the way our society and other societies have used capitalism. I believe that a lot of unhealthy attitudes about capitalism starts on the very basis that as long as you can give the opposite sex some form of attention that needs capitalism in order to do so, that is where at capitalism ultimately becomes demonic. What Rollo Tomasi said that negotiation, genuine desire can never be negotiated. He opened a door into saving capitalism from its more problematic issues. When we look through history and we look through all of these things, we begin to realize that a lot of the tragedies of the Western world, and a lot of the tragedies that befell Africa and a lot of the tra tragedies that befell other nations came on the basis of fact that everything was done in a negotiated fashion when it became between men and women. We won't give the fourth book of his series dealing with the rational male will expose more about this. And then on a future episode of season two, everything will be revealed. And then I feel as though we can now move forward with the history of man. We can now move forward in history, ultimately. Because it will be a multi-part series because I'm trying to keep it within an hour on each side. That being said, The unhealthy views of capitalism stems from that one that one of that particular fact. The other unhealthy one is the inability of a lot of people to accept the fact that they do not have the talent to be given the money they are given. And that the acquisition of wealth from the lack of talent and the lack of discipline they have is concurrent to the views they have on capitalism. And another thing, ultimately, what hurts capitalism in the ultimate sense is the way government or Aspects of government. State can sometimes override the federal government in certain cases with certain businesses that the government gives the structure, enough structure around the, where the businesses are located to have them grow into multinational entities 
if the state through its rules were able to constrain businesses then things could be the way they is the way they are excuse me but the state gives enough if they influence the way business does and the businesses in certain cases influence what the state does. And so I think one of the reasons why we're having a lot of the problems that we're having today, especially with woke culture, is that woke culture, unfortunately, for a lot of people are connected to capital, the same capital that denies what woke culture is trying to represent and trying to represent at, with voices and all the rest of these things, this is ultimately the way they inter why they trying to integrate a lot of people who wouldn't have been who, who wouldn't have cared wouldn't they wouldn't even give a idea of integrating into society a way of them of integrating into the American way of life or into the American dream. But the way they had to do that was to change aspects of the American dream away from the reasons why they weren't a part of this American dream. Whereas they and the American dream was taught and was given around wrongly by the institutions such as education, just as the institutions of college and all the rest of these things, gave the wrong perception starting 20 years and, and newer, gave the wrong impression about where America was headed or what America truly was. We do not have a holistic view of history. And that is why everybody's saying rest in peace capitalism, because we do not have a holistic view of history. People need to accept that capitalism is a part and parcel of the biological needs society needs in order to survive. One of the basic parts, some of them will sell and surplus to give to others but they need some sort of resource to continue themselves in order to build cities, towns, in order to build houses, in order to build all these other things and whatnot. The socialism that others have been espousing is an issue more connected to free speech and free association than it is to socialism but they kind of do it in the backward sense that says that socialism is the salve for a lot of the issues of the poor and the needy, where it is the other way around. In more sense, in other senses, capitalism as it is constituted right now is a form of socialism at as we speak. And so their complaint, which is interestingly enough, is that 
They have socialized the losses, but have capitalized the wins. They socialize the losses for themselves and not for others. So if you do socialism for themselves and capitalism for the rest, what does that say about these businesses and the governments that allow them to do it? President Harding, many people consider to be a truly despicable president on his corruption level, told the banks to pound sand back in 1920-21 during a pandemic that affected a lot of things in America. By 1923, America started a great run that lasted until 1929. As much as Herbert Hoover had tried to fix the problem, too many things started to clash and that caused the next president, uh, FDR, to come in and bring about the new deal, which started well and then shut down and then did part-time jobs and then that ended. And they couldn't have, and they couldn't put the thing together until war took place. And then everything started to run nice and smooth. Then after the war, things started to say, ooh, Everything fell apart. In 1946, we went to another recession until in 47, Truman reversed a lot of the things and ended a lot of the programs with the assistance of Social Security and other things. And then America started to bounce back until 1953. So you had periods in time where socialism or government centralized control of economic power was used in order to try to get things up, but ultimately didn't do enough. Ultimately didn't do enough to get them out of the situation. Until the war started. And yes, both Britain and France tried to help. But at the time, before FDR, they were isolationist. And so they didn't take the help of these particular countries. And that kind of screwed America over even worse. And ultimately screwed the rest of the planet even worse. Capitalism has not been taught correctly in a lot of schools and in a lot of places. And ultimately capitalism 
So a lot of people in the know showcases one's own morality in certain sense. The companies that do bad, hire bad people, allow bad things to happen in their wake. You know that by that person is that even though that person did, certain people are just not that into it as human beings. In one way and in one sense, as I end this, we need a healthier look into capitalism. One of those looks is that this Patreon thing it's only fans thing. This whole thing about trying to gain desire and all the rest of it from females and all the rest of it, that shit has got to end. One of the ways it will end ultimately and truly is that the state needs to come in ultimately and make decisions concerning prostitution I'm not saying family welfare or family startup or all these other things I'm talking about the selling of another human being for sexual gratification must be eliminated period in a discussion And the way we're going to have to ultimately do that in order to save capitalism, ultimately, is that this state is going to have to make decisions, dire decisions, on how one conducts business within their area. That means ultimately... That the unfortunate truth about this is if there is, there may have to be two different states with state a state within the state ultimately. That one side may have may have all the all these other things, but the state that wants to work and wants to succeed will have a different type of state. If you want to have a prostitution state, you're going to have to have your own police force and all the rest of these things. But this is ultimately what is going to have to happen. The state and businesses will have to be separated. We must now also have, as well as the separation between religion and state, state and church, We must have separation between church and business and separation between state and business. They must be separate. The state will handle the affairs of the state and the capitalist will handle the affairs of the capitalist outside of things that have to deal with courts and all the rest of their things, arbitration, that sort of thing. That's what the state will only handle. But outside of that, it is what it is. Now, if they want to sell for sex, human beings, they can't do it in the state. It is absolutely prohibited. But they could, in turn, 
have their own police force, have their own vid, and then come to an agreement with the particular state that they're in, that this is my side, no one goes in, we already set all the things up we wanna set up, if they go in, you punish them. They can do whatever they want to do in this state and what have you. The next thing that we need to have is a better financial education about how we handle our finances because a lot of people are scared of handling finances thinking that the stock market is going to do this and all these other things. A lot of the people that have screwed up with the market are avowed left-wing folks. They're from the left wing. They're not right wing. They're, 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 their motives are from the left wing. And a lot of the modes of this is that they use capitalism in order to continue their worldview about socialism. As much as I love Killer Mike and as much as I respect LP, for them to do a video about being anti-capitalist where they had to pay the video, they have to pay the video people, the agents doing the video, uh, the agents that did the videos, they had to pay all the music rights and all the particular uh cogs and other things in order to make the music thing work. How can you say that you're doing a video about anti-capitalism when you have to use capitalism to make your video? That sort of cognitive dissonance cannot fly with me. And as much as I respect them both, I think this is the thing that kind of puts me off to not necessarily their music, but the way they see life in this particular time. They can make all the cases they can want about Trump and all the rest of these things and have issues with Reagan and whatnot, and that's understandable. But when it came to capitalism, it's not a healthy or successful part of life. I think they see capitalism in the sense that they can negotiate prices when they go to the strip club to see women dance. That's what they see capitalism is. I never have saw capitalism that way. I've felt that capitalism is one of the ways we can better our situation in humanity. Not just one way, just one piece. Capitalism also needs to be just become one particular piece. I think we overuse it. I think, it, I think one of the things about capitalism and her capitalism is that it's overused. That's the reason we're having problems. Capital, we're trying to use money to solve problems we're not supposed to solve with money. And that takes a lot of inner will to say and to... Uh, to 
put that into this. We're using uh, money that we cannot, we cannot solve things with. We cannot solve everything with money. And another thing is, is that we have a concept of richness and wealth that is in concurrent. Wealth is something that will save your life. Richness and money can always run out. Wealth is something completely different. No one is developing human beings to have at least, especially in this country, to have wealth and an abundance in which they could start multiple businesses without hurting themselves and other people in the interim. And we don't have that. What we have is people chasing money where money is not needed to be chased and ultimately to gain a certain amount of clout that they use money to make sure they get that clout and to get people's eyeballs and they're saying, oh, they're popular, this, that, and the other thing. I need to give money to them. They also need to recognize that Sometimes an honest day's pay in a certain era of life is all what a human being needs in that particular moment in his life. I think a lot of people misconstrue David Foster Wallace and boredom especially a lot of these young females. I think they chase for the bag and the man that got the bag. And that is fine. That is biological. And that's understandable. But a lot of these women do not have any sort of other of a personality that will get them through beyond the next step after they found the man with the bag. Because what ultimately I am seeing ultimately is that these young women from the time they are 16 to the time they're 36 years old, their husbands are the bosses of these major corporations. They will do every single thing for the man in the suit that runs the company. They will not do one fucking thing for their boss. You will see it in action, especially with African-American females, that the way they act in certain major corporations It's not the way they act at the home. And this, ladies and gentlemen, is the reason why we have woke culture. Simon Cezak also set this thing up. And y'all didn't listen to him. Many years ago, he stated that businesses are now doing the jobs their parents we're supposed to do. 
And this is why we have this Twitch person who acts like a deer and all the rest of it. And when he gets scratched on himself, he makes these strange, the person makes strange noises. And all the people connected to the Twitch council, safety and uh, safety and control council, as I call them, all have corporate logos all over their places, all over their Twitter handles and uh, their Twitter landing page, if you want to put it in that particular terms. Because this is the only place they feel they can behave as what they are. And in certain other cases, this is the only place where they can behave like human beings in a corporate setting. I want you to understand how fucking dark that is. That the only time a woman will behave is in a corporate setting with a boss and all the rest of these things. If that is the only place you can behave, excuse me, and you cannot behave in front of the man you married, in front of God, your family, your friends, if you cannot even do that, if those women cannot even do that, then they belong there. They can't be in a relationship with another man. They don't deserve it. They don't deserve it. It's not about, oh, you're going to be a mother, this, that, any other thing, and whatnot. It has nothing to do with that. They have lost their fucking humanity in that corporate setting. Whereas a good woman would be respecting her boss, respecting her husband, taking care of the children, and all the rest of these things, knowing that it's going to be stressed, knowing all the rest of these things, with the same type of personality and behavior they do for their boss only with a lot of these females. They're not professional with their husband, and they're not professional, they're only professional with their boss, but they're not professional with their husband and they don't give them the same respect. And this is ultimately why we're having all these screaming Karens all over the place because they're willing to behave in front of their boss. And this is where we have a lot of problems here and why the state and why the corporations starting to get bigger and bigger and bigger because a lot of women have given up their humanity to the state. I mean, not to the state. Well, yes, to the state, true, with the single mothers. But a lot of them gave them their souls to the corporation because the corporation has become their parents. I will not disappoint Big Daddy, boss man. Or Big Dad, or Big Mommy, boss lady. I will not disappoint them. And I understand that, and I felt that too. 
but a lot of these a lot of these bosses don't deserve respect. A lot of them don't. So we need to separate all of these things. We need to separate business and state and state and church. And they need to be three different entities that at certain times are needed in human beings' life. We're not even ready to get to that point because if we get to that point, I think we'll be better off. I think we'll be better off. But we're not ready to get to that point because we're too scared in the realization that, oh, we can get bigger. No, you won't. There's no possible way you can get better because there will always be somebody ready to do something better or to do something a little bit slower. They're not ready for it. I think another thing that's connected is, like we said with um, Color Mike, LP, Ronda Jules, is medium not making money. A lot of you don't know who David Pomeroy is, but he's the leader of BuzzFeed Sports. I mean, not BuzzFeed Sports. He hates that fucking place. Barstool Sports. Excuse me. And I have deep respect for David Pon for Mr. for Dave Pomeroy. I respect him. He's the only motherfucker that told Dead Deadspin to go pound sand. And one, he's the only one that exposed, uh, exposed ESPN for the idiots they are. Now, recently, in a podcast that he was doing, a, a podcast that he helped bring about in order to make money, of course, he wanted to give these two ladies a new deal. And he said no. And I mean, not he said no. I mean, one of the women said no because the man tried to be the man's boyfriend, the lady's boyfriend, one of the boyfriend, one of the boyfriend of the lady that disagreed with the new contract that Dave Pornboy was going to was asking her to sign, wanted to try and take over BuzzFeed Buzz. Not BuzzFeed, Barstool Sports, via that particular back door. And Ponroy knew that this guy was a sleazebag. He was the guy that destroyed HBO Boxing, if you want to put it that way. An executive for Tom Warner, to Warner Media, as it were. There's a lot of things Warner Media needs to fetch in firing him, maybe one of them. He, I, I mean, he's, he's a Attractive, but you know, you know these guys, they're slime balls in certain ways. But David Pomeroy saw for what it is, said it on the on the recent podcast that he is not going to deal with that bullshit right now. That there may be only one person coming in doing the sh uh, show in the future, and it, and that's that's that. But Dave Pomeroy knows how to run businesses. 
because he got a killer instinct when he needs to have one. And he's not going to take shit when he takes it there. And he is extremely pragmatic on the situations at hand when he needs to be pragmatic. And the things that, and the other productions that he has done are some things that normal people would accept as weird. Would accept as weird, but successful. It is what it is. He's not into the whole thing of all this, any other thing and whatnot. He knows what people are. And you know another thing about this? People from 13 to 17 years old males, which is the one of the people, one of the demographics advertisers need as they transition into college and all these other things. They need to buy product. And David Pomeroy has it in spades. Do not doubt this, man. David Pomeroy don't play. And a lot of people who want to have capitalism to be successful need to learn a little bit more from David Pomeroy than they would have from a Warren Buffett and all these other things because you have to convince a lot of younger folk in order to buy stuff and all the rest of these things or even a um uh what's his name not a, a Royland Dan Harmon who tends to play fast and loose with the whole corporism with capitalism and all the rest of it they need to learn in this particular sense for more from David Pomeroy than anywhere else, especially when it comes to this stuff. I think there is very, too, way too much, especially with the whole issue with Star Trek and the way they have handled Star Trek over the last 10 years. There has been too much emphasis on trying to build about The vision of Star Trek or the vision of Star Wars that they believe that Star Wars is, not what Star Trek is and what Star Trek isn't. Now they have decided to put a new television series based nine years before Star before Kirk called Star Trek Beyond New Worlds. And I have to tell secret robot and all the rest of these things, secret hideout, bad robot and all the rest of them, a very sad truth. CBS, Viacom, CBS will always make more money from reruns of Star Trek DS9 than they will ever will on Picard, Star Trek Discovery, and Star Trek Beyond Beyond new worlds, strange new worlds. 
It will always be that way. They make more money from BBC America reruns of Star Trek DS9 than anything else. They will always make more money from the old, from the old than the new, because they are having a subscription service that nobody wants to watch. You're trying to get Star Trek fans to watch, and they don't like Picard. The thing is dying. Your secondary plan was to put on CBS All Access. You wait for Champions League matches which we don't know when they're going to restart UEFA's championship matches again. And then all y'all motherfuckers have done is play games. If media can't make money, and if media can't learn from David Pomeroy how to make money, then that media needs to be sold off. I made a question. Only five people answered it on the Guru Gothic Twitter handle. <clears throat> Saying, should the Japanese and the French own the IP of Star Trek, Doctor Who, Star Wars, and Dark Shadows? 4060 split, it was no yes, but then I asked, but then I asked y'all this question. Why do you really think Star Trek can be saved with the bullshit they have done with Picard and the other stuff there with Discovery and Strange New Worlds? Do you really think it's going to survive? The answer is no. Capitalism, ultimately as well, needs to have a focused aspect in order for it to show its true worth to humanity. And one of that focused aspect is, is to gain the resources in order for us to build a space program. That's what it need that's what it needs to do. That what it need, that is what its ultimate purpose is to gain the resources or to gain access to the resources humanity needs in order to build a space program. There are ways that we're doing it without earning the earth and all the rest of it, but we need to develop those things in order to develop a space program. It's absolutely crazy how we're not even thinking of this. We have to think in those terms. I do not believe with the honesty that I have, honestly, with the way education has gone somewhat backwards in the last 30 years and the way they want to reconfigure education in the next 10 years after this pandemic, I do not believe that America has the temerity nor 
I'm not going to even say intellectual capability, but the intellectual curiosity to create or to maintain or even to write or even to retell the great stories of Doctor Who in the UK census, Doctor Who, for all what I said earlier, Doctor Who, and in the US sense, Star Trek, Star Wars, and Dark Shadows. I do not believe they have the intellectual curiosity nor the bandwidth and the emotional understanding and the emotional wherewithal to handle Star Trek, a Star Wars, a Doctor Who, and a Dark Shadows. Because if they're willing to dismiss canon, then there is no story. They need to build their own stories. And I do not believe with the way we're seeing how books are read and, and seen in this particular landscape that America is even capable or is even going to allow people with talent that write these particular stories. I don't think they have it. So the best thing we can do as a society and I know that a lot of people might say, oh, look, Star Trek is still run by the Desi family and all the rest of these things. They will still have a say in the future of Star Trek. I get that. I really do. But I believe in my heart of hearts, as a fan of Star Trek, a huge fan of that series, a huge fan of Dark Shadows, uh, a, a somewhat semi-okay fan with Star Wars and a respecter of Doctor Who. I believe with my all shadow of a doubt that if no one is willing to hire the right people to do the work, and we know what type of people are needed to do this work, that the only way we're going to solve the problem with these IPs in, capital, in this society that doesn't want capitalism and all the rest of these things is to sell the properties to other sources to sell them off. And these sources who do have the capability, intellectual curiosity and all the rest of these things can write stories that can be seen in the contest that is supposed to be seen. But we're not ready to do in turn, by selling these IP, the American um, wherewithal, as it were, will move to a place where we don't own these. It's not belong to us. We then move into a place where we will not make the same mistakes that has led these companies into doing that thing again. And that is ultimately meaning that we must build a manufacturing base. 
We must figure out how we're going to use capitalism in the correct sense. We must be able to get businesses, uh, 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 lower the business levels in order to get a business together. So we won't have to have all these woke companies creating rules, different rules for different people. We must develop new ways of how we give them resources to raise capital. We must find a way that anybody can raise capital if they want to without assistance from any other source that the bank can see they can get this money done. Is this going to be successful? They need to study all the particular businesses and see where it is. Not these convoluted databases that only give half the story. Once that is done and once that is seen as done, I think America can revive itself. But we must have a healthy attitude with capitalism. Because a lot of people don't have a healthy attitude with capitalism is the reason why we don't have a lot of healthy attitudes between ourselves and other people. We see money as a problem. Money isn't the problem. Our use of money is the problem. We use money in order to gain a desire that never existed. And that is what leads into people's downfall. That's what it is. We use money as another form of a way to gain desire and it's not, not going to work. You see it with the simps. That's not capitalism, folks. That is slavery. We fought a war to end slavery. So I don't understand why everybody's going around and saying, rest in peace capitalism. It should be rest in peace socialism. It should be rest in peace communism. And all of it's left and it should be really at rest in peace leftism. It should be all those other things. It should never be that. Because we have an unhealthy attitude with capitalist ideas and capital capitalism that we have to change that there. We have to do, we have to change it again. We have to change our outlook on a lot of things dealing with capitalism. Have to change it all. If we don't, we're in trouble, in humongous trouble. And that has to be seen for what it is. Thank you for listening. I know it's been an hour. There's one more special we got to do is deal with uh, relationships again. And it's important. But take that into consideration about capitalism, how it needs to be changed and whatnot. So take care of yourselves and we'll see you guys very soon in September. Nobody all about care. See you soon.